Hi to the friends of Mentor Me Ministries, friends of Jesus, as I like to refer to you, because you are friends of Jesus, first and foremost. This is Bobby Solomon. I wanted to do an audio today instead of a written letter, and so I'll be speaking this as a letter. And I want to say that I'm very grateful to be working with all of you in this ministry. Some of you have been with Mentor Me Ministries from the beginning, uh, some 20 years now. Others maybe 5 years, 10 years, 1 year, 15 years. It doesn't really matter. But I am just grateful. I believe God has put us all together to work to help these fatherless boys that are really in a lot of trouble, a lot of pain. And of course, uh, if you don't know Jesus Christ, if you're not saved and born again through faith by God's grace, then you don't have anything. You don't have eternal life and really don't have a future of life. And um, we want these boys to have a future of life with God. And so this ministry is about that. It's about leading fatherless boys to Jesus and then discipling them in Jesus to know their Savior, to know that the Holy Spirit works in their lives, to know that the Father, Abba Father, is eternal forever. He's Heavenly Father and God loves them as a father. It's very, very important. A little bit about myself. And before I get to that, I want to talk about Fatherless Day. Fatherless Day is coming up on this Saturday. It's June 18th this year, 2022. And Fatherless Day is important and prayer is needed. It's a special day for fatherless boys and their single mom families. And as a ministry, we have celebrated Fatherless Day ever since God gave us this special day to share basically with the world. And uh, we have not only had our individual events in the park, but we have also over time now shared this throughout the United States and the world. And my prayer is that others are picking up on it and doing something. And this year, I ask that if you will put to prayer that on Fatherless Day, the day before Father's Day, Fatherless Day, because fatherless boys and their single mom families, their sisters, mothers, grandmothers who's ever raising them, the widow, the guardian, the family without the father, they cannot celebrate Father's Day because the father's not there. And you can't celebrate Father's Day without the main person that's supposed to be there, which is the father. So God came up with this. He coined this phrase, this day he crafted it out of his heart, his spirit, fatherless day. It's a day to acknowledge for this ministry, fatherless boys, their sisters, and single mom families. And I believe it's a day for the entire church uh, in America and across the globe to uh, celebrate a special day that brings awareness and it, it brings blessings to fatherless boys and their single mom families the day before Father's Day because Father's Day is going to be a very disappointing day for these families because the father's not there for whatever reason. But if he's not there, like in my case, my dad died. He wasn't there. And my every day of my life was terrible. I couldn't celebrate Father's Day and or anything because my daddy wasn't there and my whole life was based on him. In my life growing up, I didn't know 
Jesus Christ. I didn't know God. Uh, I didn't know Jesus until I was 46 when I got saved, 46 years old. And I went through a lot of trouble in my life. And after my dad died, I was 12 years old. After my dad died, I was a very unhappy and angry person. It was a terrible life that I led. There were happy times, yes, but there were more unhappy times. There was an underlying part of my life that emotionally was very unhappy all the time. It was this underlying kind of a fissure, uh, underlying river of disappointment, unhappiness, and um, anger. And I was even angry at my dad for a while. I would say to him as if he was with me, why did you have to leave me, Dad? Why did you have to leave me, Daddy? Why? Why? You know, I didn't even get to say goodbye to you. And I didn't because he died so quick and all of a sudden. My dad was like my rock. He was the one I depended on. He was, the, he was strong and he was mighty. And um, that was my dad to me. My dad was a World War II veteran. Um, he was drafted into the Army uh, very late in his life. Um, he was one of the older ones. And he was in the Army Infantry. And he had injuries. He had health problems because of his service. But my dad never complained. He gave to his country. He never complained. He never complained about any of his health problems. When I saw my dad and looked at him, I never looked at him like he could die and when he did it, my whole life was removed from underneath me the foundation I had because again I say I didn't know God God's my foundation today but I didn't know the rock of ages my dad was like the rock to me and many fatherless boys if they know their father or maybe they've never met their father, but they still have that need to have that foundation, that structure in a father figure. This is what this ministry is about, to lead them to Christ, to have that structure. And over the years, that teaches Christian men, and even to do it uh, as a ministry ourselves, to be father figures to fatherless boys in the name of Jesus Christ and so they have some structure in their lives just for sh the short times that we're with them they have structure in their life they learn about God they learn that God is a loving father to them that God has an order of things that being a man means being a man it means that that a man uh, doesn't leave his wife that a man marries um, his sweetheart and doesn't have relations with her before marriage. It means that a man stays with his family and leads his family in the ways of Jesus, takes his family to church every week, leads his family in the family of Christ, and is a light to others, stays with the children, is a father to the children, spends time with the children, loves the children, doesn't bring the children to wrath, and then the boy growing up, and girl grows up with a father in the household that loves them and guess what that when they become adults they know how to be loving Christian adults to other and the fatherless boy needs that father figure he needs to know he's loved by God one of the things that I, I experienced after my father died I don't know why but the bullies 
all the bullies just seemed to come out of the woodwork. And I can't understand it. There was a, a boy here and a boy there and a boy here. And they all wanted to fight with me and my brother. And they all wanted to beat us up. And even one boy, when I went to college, it went that far. He tried to run over me in the parking lot when I was going to my classes, leaving my car. And it was it was like extreme. And it was insane. And I think it was demonic, personally. And I'll never forget the fear that I had as a young teenage boy, an adolescent, and then a young teenage boy in junior high school. There was a bully that terrorized me for two years, two years of my life. One bully, not the only bully, but one bully. And he was a big boy. I, I Just for lack of a better term, he was a big boy. He was taller than me, and he was big around. He was like a big sumo wrestler. And this guy would bump into me on purpose and pretend he didn't see me and things like that in the locker hallway between classes. And he, I just felt terrorized by him. The funny thing is that this big boy, he wasn't really somebody that other than that was terribly bad per se. We're all sinners, but uh, he just terrorized me. And some of the people he hung out with were not my uh, best friends. And for two years, every Sunday night, I wanted to die. I didn't want to go to school the next day. I was afraid. I couldn't sleep at night because I knew I would have to see this kid and he would be bumping into me, charging into me. And so uh, I couldn't go to my mom. My mom was a great mom. Now she's in heaven with the Lord. She's awesome. The best mom I could ever have. But she didn't understand about bullies. She didn't understand about boys growing to be men of God. And, and, and I wasn't a man of God yet. She didn't understand these things. And my family believed in God. We're Jewish believers now. But at that time, uh, we were Jewish, but not believers in Christ. I became a believer. My mom became a believer. My brother is still yet to be one. And my son is still yet to be one. But my daughter is, and my brother and my son, they will. They will believe in Christ. So we believed in God as a family, but we didn't have really a relationship with him through Christ. And my mother didn't know how to bring me up in the ways of the, of the Lord like that. And so she didn't know how to talk to me as a boy growing up to be a man. Uh, like with my problems. She was willing to talk to me, but she couldn't relate to it. Women can't relate to boys' as problems because they're not a boy. They're a, a female. They're a, a woman. And so as much as my mom was smart, she was tough, she worked, she worked hard for her, her family, um, and she was courageous, but she didn't know how to help me growing up to be a man or my brother. But she did everything she could. She took us places. She did everything she could to bolster the environment to manhood. Yes, and she was great. Uh, my mom was great. Now she's great in heaven with the Lord as one of his saints, believers up there with him. Now, I want to say that the bully situation was terrible. And I always relied on my father to help me with bullies and this boy this big boy for two years he terrorized me and one day my best friend on on our street my best friend growing up who was a tough kid 
His dad was tough. His older brother was tough. Nobody messed with him. He said to me, you should slap that boy. Just go up to him and slap him in the face. And I said, I can't. I can't. I'm afraid he'll kill me. He'll hurt me. He's bigger. He weighs more. I don't know how to fight. And he said, just do it and he'll stop. A little story. When my dad was alive, the older brother of my best friend, who was big, tough, he was an athlete, and his father was big and strong. The older brother, I was afraid of him at one point because he was starting to terrorize me. At least I thought he was. And I went to my dad and I said, would you please help me with this? I don't know what to do. He's kind of bullying me a little bit and I don't know what to do. And my dad went to his dad, who was this big tough man, and talked to him. And I thought my dad was going to get attacked. This is how afraid I was growing up. I was afraid of everything. And I'm just telling you my story because I want you to know, fatherless boys, now my dad was alive then, but without their father, many fatherless boys don't know how to deal with life. There's no structure. They're scared. They're angry. And they do things. They do things they shouldn't. They do bad things. And so this is what happened. My dad went and talked to this big, his, his, the older brother of my best friend, whose dad was this huge giant that I thought physically. And I thought, oh no, my dad's going to get in this fight with him. And no, my dad came back after a few minutes and I said, Daddy, did you talk to him? He goes, yeah. I go, did it, was everything okay? He goes, yeah. I never had a problem again with the older brother of my best friend. Never. And that's how my dad was a rock to me. When he died when I was 12 years old, everything fell out. Now getting back to the this other bully that terrorized me for two years, I decided I was going to take my best friend's advice. And I stood up to the bully and it was between classes going to class and I said to him things like you're gonna stop this uh, I want you to turn around and fight me right now and he wouldn't do it he was bigger than me like I was a little mouse and he wouldn't do it and I was pushing him and the funny thing is all the girls I was very girl conscious all I wanted to do was have girlfriends constantly all the girls looked at me and said look at that Look at him. He's bullying that boy. And inside of me, I'm going, what? I'm bullying him? You never had any compassion on me when he was bullying me and terrorizing me for two years. So he stopped. But there were other bullies. And I'll always remember the time. I do not understand this at all. But bullies would hit me for no reason. One of my good friends started fighting me for no reason. Another guy in my wood shop knocked the wind out of me one day, hit me in the stomach because I wouldn't give him money. And then my brother and I were playing basketball at on a basketball court at school. And one of the boys we were playing basketball with, for absolutely no reason, came up to me and kneed me in the back. I didn't see him. Kneed me in the back so hard it knocked the wind out of me and I fell down. I couldn't even catch my breath. Did I cry? No. Did I make a big deal about it? No. I pretended it didn't happen. But oh, did it hurt me. And I never had my daddy to talk to. So I became angry. I became angry at people. I became angry at the world. I became angry at everybody. And my whole life was sad 
and fatherless boys, they're not all like me, but I have seen that they go through the same things. Their father isn't there to help and protect and defend them. Remember, Isaiah 117 says, learn to do right, defend the fatherless. That's what it says. One of the first things that the prophet spoke to his nation, to the national leaders of Israel, was learn to do right, defend the fatherless. And this is from God. So as we're praying for fatherless boys, as we're helping these fatherless boys in this ministry and otherwise, as a team working together with you, which we are, we're all equal in this, no one's better than the other one. We are helping these fatherless boys to, in some manner, in some portion, in the manner of Jesus Christ, but in some little bit and sometimes more than a little bit to know that God loves them as a father, God is there for them as a father, and God will protect and defend them as a father. He is a father to the fatherless, Psalm 68.5. He loves them as a father and he is always there for them. And I've seen in my over 20 years now of working with fatherless boys, it gives them a peace. Their mother's a peace. Their sister's a peace. It gives them peace just to know this from God. And as they get older and they become young adults themselves and adults, they can rest on that. And they do. They rest on that promise. I want to talk about, um, this is getting to be a very long message, and I'm sorry, it's going to be a lot of megabytes, but I'm going to find a way to post it where you can listen to it easily if you're so inclined. And I apologize about the length of this message. I want to talk about God as our Father. We have a training component that's called Leadership in Christ Training. And it's God as our Father. And it is a very short component lessons that come out weekly and we do it in PowerPoint and we save it to video. It's under a minute long and we've been sending this out to people that want it, to fatherless boys directly and also people that want to share it with other fatherless boys. And it's been taking hold, not just in the States, but particularly globally, it's been taking hold. And even to the point where there is a ministry of churches in Uganda, Africa, that uh, their coordinator is recording the actual names of the fatherless boys. And we're going to give them certificates that they've completed part one. Now they've completed more than part one. And that um, they also, he has their names recorded and we get feedback every week what these fatherless boys are saying from the God as a Father leadership program. And what it does, it connects them with God through Jesus Christ and then lets them know that he is a, an eternal father to them. So I wanted to say to you, praise the Lord that you're involved in this ministry that has gone so far that God is still building it and growing it to reach more fatherless boys through the leaders in the ministries in their uh, neighborhoods and communities rather than only us trying to reach some ourselves, which has been wonderful and great, uh, but it's more broad now. 
And so um, the radio opportunities are endless and God has opened up radio. We now broadcast through nine stations throughout the country. I am seeking more as God is guiding me as the founder president of this ministry. Our whole board is in agreement with all of this and very delighted about it. And I believe that you are too and very delighted about it. That I ask you to keep in your prayers that there would be more uh, radio for this ministry because not all the radio stations uh, desire to include our radio show. It's something that they just don't maybe understand. God uses gospel puppets in our radio show. For example, there's a puppet named Oscar. He's kind of in a lot of the radio shows. And Bobby, Bobby, can I say it? Yes, Oscar, I know you've been waiting to talk. Yep, I've been waiting. Yep, 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 yep. I just want to see it, everybody. Please pray for the fatherless boys. They are so in need and fatherless day. Pray that there's a lot of fatherless day activity throughout the country, okay, and across the globe. Thank you. Praise the Lord God today. Amen. Bobby, back to you. Thank you, Oscar. That's Oscar. And then we have more puppets. There are many puppets in the ministry. And there is a puppet named Johnny Blueheart. There's a character named Baby Billy. There is a single mom widow named Stella. Oh, Bobby, thank you for saying about the single mom widows. They are so wonderful. And I just want to encourage you ladies that are listening today. Please take it as a promise, Psalm 68, 5, oh, that God is a father to the fatherless and a defender of widows. Oh, and we'll keep praying for you. Amen. So that's Stella. And then there's a baby character called Baby Billy. Baby Billy is an unborn baby in the womb who wants to live. Who wants to live. And, oh, Baby Billy... He's sucking his thumb now. I just want my daddy to quit fighting with my mommy. Why won't he come around more? Why won't he come and be with us? And baby Billy's not even born yet. And we have these things. God has put them in our midst. It's not anything that I, I came up with. I couldn't come up with any of this. God has given these things to us. So we we want to pursue, we want to walk down the path of having more radio, more electronic media, which the electronic media, the social media, and a lot of it is free. We do podcasts every week. That The uh, podcast company that posts everything for us, that's not free, but it's not real expensive. And so there's a lot of things going on in the ministry. And God just absolutely enjoys watching us rejoice in him. This is a rejoicing in the Lord Jesus. I want to thank all of you again uh, for being part of this ministry. I'm sure you haven't had time to listen to all of this that I've said, but if you have, uh, that's great. If you haven't, it's okay. But I wanted to share, I have so much to say, and sometimes I just don't know how to write it. I really don't. But there's a lot going on in the ministry, and one of the pleasures of my life, and I want to share with you right now, there are many fatherless boys that have grown up to be men of faith in Christ 
through their faith they that they that they gave their hearts to Christ through this ministry and now I talk to them or I chat with them through the internet or I see their postings on social media and they're talking about God and one of them is even on our board Brandon he's on our board now it's one of the fatherless boys who's become a young man of faith in Christ in God and this ministry works and it will work through any leader in Christ that wants to pursue the mission of mentoring fatherless boys in Jesus and then lastly I am available to come speak at churches all that needs to happen is is to invite me I can come and talk for five minutes I can talk for 50 minutes and I can bring whatever that the leadership wants and I can uh, bring the gospel puppets and do a puppet show for fatherless boys at a church or at a ministry and not only do the do the boys love it but the adults love it too and sometimes the fatherless boys will, will uh, act as volunteers and help do the puppet show may God bless all of you you know how to reach me if you want for any reason you can always call me on my direct cell line which is also our WhatsApp number two. It is 949-394-0150, 949-394-0150. And we also have an 800 number in the ministry, 800-787-5044, 800-787-5044. And the ministry website is mentorme.org. Thank you for listening. God bless all of you. I will personally pray for anybody that wants me to. I appreciate what you've done, friends of Jesus and friends of fatherless boys, and my friends too. Amen.